When you need to know about your medications, it's important to know your pharmacist. Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Taryn Castle and Howard Family Pharmacy, your community health mart pharmacy, will always take time for you. And it's more convenient now than ever to fill your prescriptions. Simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. Quality care and service, where it's always about family. That's Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. It's guaranteed to be a good time. Chris Jansen, live in concert. Mountain Arts Center, Prestonsburg. But it can buy me a boat. Yeah, it can buy me a truck. Chris Jansen at the Mac, Friday, February 9th. Tickets start at $50 and can be purchased now at the People's Bank Box Office by calling 1-888-MACARTS or online at macarts.com. Chris Jansen, live. At Walters Toyota Nissan in Pikeville, we believe you should have a choice. That's why when you visit our lot, you'll find over 50 brand new Toyotas and Nissans to choose from with more arriving daily. We'll get you the lowest rate, all the rebates, and pass along any discounts available. And speaking of choices, shop our pre-owned inventory where over 500 quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs are available. So when it comes to buying your next vehicle, make the choice to shop Walters Toyota Nissan first. Remember, when others won't, Walters will. When you need signs, banners, business cards, decals, and promotional items, you need to call Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Need to promote your business? Jaded Rain can stick your business logo on just about anything. Yard signs, large signs, metal and outdoor signs, window perf. Jaded Rain even does covered vehicle wraps, converting your work truck or car into a rolling billboard. If you need to stand out, you need Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Call 371-3153 or find Jaded Rain on Facebook. No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. Well, did you miss us? I, did you miss me? Did I miss you? Yeah. You came. You, you're here. Yeah. I mean. I wouldn't miss it if I didn't have to. Byron and, Byron and Josh ain't here. I don't think they missed us. They are. They slacking. Yeah, I tell you. I, I don't know what to think. I, I don't know. You you give, you give everybody a week off to go hibernate, and then you come back with half a staff. Yeah. You know, that's kind of weird, ain't it? I mean, they hit the transfer portal or something and didn't finish out the season. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. They opted out of the first game or first uh, show of the new year. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, welcome into the... Sound off on sports podcast. Happy New Year to you. I'm Jamie. He's Jeremy. We are going to talk sports for the next, I don't know, however long. We never have a time frame on this thing. But we're going to be talking sports for a while. And we're going to have a good time tonight. Hopefully you will too as we recap the college football bowl season. Since my, my man, Mr. Football, is in the house tonight. This, this is a show tailor-made for Jeremy. Tailor-made. I don't know yes. if I say that or not. Well, I, I didn't put any Taylor Swift in it. It's tailor-made for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no baseball. I, I, I was going to do some baseball, but I, I I don't have Byron or Josh, so I have to keep that for another day. Yeah. Yeah, I wish you would. Well, I, I do have some good news with baseball I will share with you here locally coming up again. We will do that uh, at some point in the show tonight. Also, some high school basketball. Of course, the holiday tournaments are behind us. 
Everybody got out of town. Most everybody did. Went somewhere, played somebody, come back home. Nobody saw the games and, you know, it, but it's all about growth and team continuity and being together and <laughs> is that is that why they do all that stuff? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, 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 I'm kind of a eh fan on all these tournaments, you know? Well, there's several of the basketball coaches in this county that I, you know, I got on Facebook, and they've posted some things, and they, I, I've seen quite a bit of that kind of building the camaraderie type thing, but then I just see them eating really good food. That is true. Yeah, you go out of town and you eat somewhere nice. You it's know, a good winter, different winter you know. trip for everybody too. I mean, I get it. Yeah, there's perks to it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, in football, we used to go to camp and mm-hmm. everybody stayed together. Now we didn't eat quite as well. We go to Moorhead Camp all the time, and they'd feed us good, but it was hot. We stayed in the <laughs> dorms. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you it's had a lot to, of team building right there. Right yeah, yeah, it wasn't. You know, big, nice restaurants and good food and all that stuff. <laughs> it is the Sound Up Fun Sports Podcast tonight, and we want to thank our sponsors, Walters, Toyota Nissan, also Howard Family Pharmacy, the Mountain Arts Center, and Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics being part of our show again here in the new year. And we appreciate you watching tonight, including Austin, who's a baseball junkie. I, I am, too. I mean, I, I, I sit on MLBTradeRumors.com. You ever been there? Website, no. MLBTradeRumors.com. I, I go there multiple times a day to read what's going on with all the player moves and stuff. I, I really follow it really close, probably more than you should. I can't help it. And then I watch as the Reds spend $16 million on a guy who threw one game last year. He pitched one game. Jeremy, one game. Did he win? No, I think he got beat. He, he pitched in, or maybe he had to get, to get a decision. Frankie Montas, okay? Now, I want to check something here, but I also go to baseball-reference.com a lot. So I do want to check that while my computer is alive. It wants to die here on me, apparently. So I may not have enough juice to stay on the host show tonight. But I do want to look this guy up because I believe he is a former. I'll make sure I'm right before I say it. Answer your question first. Frankie Montas, he, 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 he did win his game last year. I'm sorry. He did. He pitched in one game and any net third, gave up two hits, walked one, struck out one, threw, faced seven batters, and got the win in a Yankees uniform. Okay, I got to ask. Uh huh. So, why did the Reds want a guy that only played one game? Why did he only play one game? He's coming off shoulder surgery. Oh. He's a pitcher coming off shoulder surgery. All right? Hmm. So you got to wonder, will he bounce back? So they okay. pay big money for damaged goods. They're, right. You're taking a, a leap of faith that the guy will have some kind of bounce back season in a Reds uniform, and you got him at the discount price of $16 million. Well, that's my next question was, is that low or high? Apparently, that's not a bad price because he wasn't asking for a long-term deal or nothing like that. He's just looking for uh, to catch on and, hey, you know, make a quick $16 million, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Throw like, a slider in a 97-mile-per-hour fastball. You make a quick $16 million in you, one year. You just summed up the entire problem with baseball right there in one oh, sentence. Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, no. He didn't ask for a long-term deal. He would just uh, want somewhere to play to show what he's got for $16 million. Yeah, he's going to he's going to try to show uh, that he has the stuff again. He won 13 games a couple of years ago. How so, many they play? Um, 162, but you don't play in all of them. Well, I know, uh, but I mean... <laughs> He was a 13-game winner in 2021 and then turned around and had a 5-12 and season the next year in 2022 with a 4-plus ERA between the A's and the Yankees. When he went to the Yankees, he tanked, and then he hurt his shoulder and missed almost all last year. And by the way, the guy also was suspended for 80 games for a drug violation. And we just gave him $15 million, $16 million, the Reds did. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm not know. all that I'm happy not, about that. I'm not a Reds guy. I mean, yeah. I am a Reds guy. I like what you know. What you always, you always kind of put me in the not a baseball guy. I love to listen to baseball. Uh huh. Oh, it's I, so relaxing. And, yeah. I mean, and Austin, who's on there, uh, biggest part of it. I I used to we used to run around when we were little and play in the yard and all that stuff. And his dad, Alan, always had a, a Reds game on outside right their carport. So. You know, I like listening to baseball. I like going to the Reds games. I like going to the park. But now, as for sitting on TV and watching a game, not so much. Not so. Well, that's where the nap comes in. You know, you yeah. get a little nap going on because you can sleep for a couple innings and you really don't miss much. Right. You know, and, but the game sped up this year, so your nap time went down. And if you wanted to really, and I, stay you know, with I guess it. it was years coaching football, but I turned into a stats guy. Uh huh. If you watch stats long enough, right, it'll paint a picture of the truth. Oh yeah, Just, yeah. It's the great one hundred and sixty-two games will will expose uh, players. I mean, one hundred and sixty-two game schedule. You find out what a guy can do. Yeah, but just – and I know they can't see it. Uh, the audience can't see it. But you just pulled up some stats there, and there's like 7 million metrics. <laughs> who can keep up that besides somebody who goes to baseball underscore I got too much time on my hands. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Like Austin, who says officially it was $14 million, no structural damage in his shoulder, and it was a scope only. Okay. I get it, but still, he had a PED thing and a drug that bothers a, me. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. We'll 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 wait and see. Now, the good news about the Reds is we're going to have another Reds caravan stop here in Floyd County. We did this last year at the MAC, and we're going to do it again this year at the MAC. It'll be on the last Friday of the month, so it'll be an afternoon stop. We're going to catch some Reds hot stove news. We'll broadcast it. We'll have it on Facebook Live, so you can watch it. And also uh, hear it on the radio. So we'll do all that coming up at the end of the month. We'll have more details coming up. I was talking to the Reds today about it. And uh, pretty excited to have the uh, caravan stop again coming to Prestonsburg the last Friday of this month. So uh, That's pretty awesome. Yeah, you went to it last year. You had a good time. I had a good time. Yeah, the girls loved it. I mean, it was just it was just entertainment. And that's, that's the part of baseball. Yes. I like the entertainment part of baseball. Yeah. Well, uh, sports is entertainment. I mean, that's that's why we watch it. Right. It's entertainment, okay? I I can't watch a soap opera, all right? I don't get into the Kardashians. I can't watch any of that stuff. That's not entertainment to me. I want to watch Blood and Guts and Glory winning and, you know, all that stuff, right? You know what I'm hooked on right now? <laughs> what? I'm hooked on reruns of this old house. <laughs> I never saw that coming. <laughs> so you're watching Bob Vila? 
Uh, well, right now, Bob Vila's probably already passed away. So it's past it's him? The, it's the newer guy. The newer dude? Yeah. Not the KET version with uh, Bob Vila, Vila and that was somebody now else. That's, that, it's, that's it the 80s up stuff. Every, yeah, it shows up every once in a while. Uh-huh. But it's like, I don't know. It just relaxes me. I mean, and I like to tinker. I'm a tinkerer. Uh-huh. I've got like 15 non-finished jobs on my piece of property at Eastern right now. And my wife's coming up the more daily. Well, that's what Roy Harlow talked about in church Sunday. He said, listen, any man has to have several of those honeydew things to do that you haven't completed. You can't complete them all immediately or they'll pile it on. you got to stretch it out. Yeah. you got to have something to go to when you need to get out of something. Right. I need to go fix that fence today. Uh, you know, well, you go to Walmart without me. Uh, you know, I, I have, I'm a serious, anybody who knows me and you've been around with me, I'm I'm really ADD. Um, I don't have the hyper part, but I have the ADD. Uh-huh. The more things you can throw me and let me think about at the same time, I feel better. Mm. I mean, I just, it's like at work every day, at school. Yeah. I may have 10 things going on at the same time, and I'll hit this, and I'll move to that, and then I'll move here, or go there, do this. And it just, that my job allows me to change gears a lot. You do a lot of multitasking. Yes. Do you get anything done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I'm just I mean, saying, do you actually finish the day and do yes, anything? <laughs> yes. And I do, I've, I work a lot on trying to be efficient uh-huh. and stuff, so I do get the things that I need to get done and have to get done done. Oh, but when I come home and I'm just sitting there, and I don't get me wrong, I love my girls and I love my wife, mm-hmm. and but I can sit down for about a half an hour, and like you said, if it's not something that really is catching my eye, I got to do something. Got to do something or you'll drift off. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. I, I just I like to drift off. <laughs> like we drifted off on the show that didn't going to have a little, have a lot of baseball in it. Yeah, and I ended up throwing it in there anyway. So there you go. <laughs> uh, you did mention entertainment, and I want to talk about that. Sports is entertainment. We didn't see much of it in college football over the weekend. The um, we we did on the bowl game, that the college football playoff. Thank God for Duke Rockney, uh, you know, whoever you want to think for the college football playoff. But outside of that, the other games are just tanked. I mean, I I, I made myself sit through the Ohio State-Missouri game until two minutes and 37 seconds to go. And that's when I said enough, and I turned it. I just couldn't stay. I, I couldn't Yeah. I couldn't do it. And then the I didn't even attempt the Florida State-Georgia game, but I had Matt with me, and he was hanging. He said, Dad, you ain't going to believe this. Hey, Dad, you ain't going to – hey, Dad, I, I, no, I believe it. I believe it. And it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And, and then, you know, Kirby Smart had a really good – quote about it talking about you know we got to figure out what we want how we're going to fix this and, and and these it's it's broken there's it's a problem well it's a problem and the 12 team expanded playoff is it going to fix all those problems no and and you know we kind of knew i think throughout the last week that this show was going to have a lot of that i didn't know that it was going to show some of the problems that we saw mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying I don't think uh, I don't think college football knew that. I think they saw things come become relevant that they didn't think was coming. Yeah. And, but I'm like you. It, it, I, I tried to watch just because I love to watch college football. Mm-hmm. Um, but I struggled. I'm like you. I struggled. I, struggled I really from did. The UK or you from the UK game mm-hmm. on. It's it's broken with this transfer portal thing. And the early signing period. And that, that's what needs to be adjusted. And yeah. 
just to explain a few things, because I had some people ask me, hey, you watch, you watch sports so much. Explain to me why these games were so bad. Because for the, for the common fan, for maybe somebody who doesn't follow sports in depth, they can look at that and go, Florida State got beat 65-3 to three or whatever it was. You know, what, what happened? You know, they don't understand why it happened. Well, they had 29 scholarship players not play. Many of them opted out. Some transferred out. Most of them just said, boy, yeah. we're done with it. We're done with it, you know. Yeah. And, and then you got Georgia on the other side going, okay, so we didn't make the college football playoff, but Smart got his guys bought into the fact that, hey, finish the job, and they did it, and they stuck it to Florida State. So, I mean, it was – but that shouldn't have happened. This portal thing, and I'm, I'm for the portal. I'm not against it. Right, I'm for too. it. But the timing of it is just wrong. So, for those who don't know, excuse me, the uh, early signing period is December 20th. Okay? It was December 20th of this year. That was the early signing period where if you're a high school recruit and you're going to go play college next year, you can go ahead and make your commitment. Okay? And then the transfer portal – opened on December 3rd. So what you have are players already in college football that want to scat from their current situation. They want to go somewhere else, but, you know, they got to go somewhere where they're going to play, and then you got coaches trying to say, well, who we got coming in recruiting, and we got this guy. And so they're all jockeying for position, and it's just a mess, and, and what's being – the result is we're seeing a lot of bad football games in these bowl games. Yeah. How do you fix it? I don't know. I, well, that's part of it is the the whole the transfer portal or that stuff going on before. Mm-hmm. I read I read an article or heard somebody talking about the fact like it be if you're a high school stud that you know are going to go is going to go somewhere. Do you want to if you're a college team and you can get somebody from another team that's already been somewhere a year or two, who are you going to go with? You're going to go with the guy experience. That's right. Cause, I mean, you, Linebacker, you know, you know. That's a, he was a four-star guy. He's ended up being pretty good. You know what? I'll take my chance at him instead of a freshman. We're going to redshirt and right. all Spend this all this garbage, you know? And food and, uh, you know, get him in the weight room, blah, 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 all this stuff. And, and, and there's millions of dollars spent on these kids when they come out, come mm-hmm. out of high school. Because, like you said, they're usually redshirted, but they're on scholarship, so they're getting – you know, they're getting education, they're getting food, they're taking care of them with physical therapies, and, you know, there's a millions and millions of dollars spent on them to get them ready to be that guy later. Why not just go out there and get a guy that's halfway there? And You know what I'm saying? That just, uh, that makes it hard. And that, that, to me, it sets up a scenario. So if you're a high school kid, and what if what if you get passed over, but you're, you're a kid that could go to a whole Ohio State, but Ohio State jumps out there in the portal or somewhere and grabs somebody, then that puts you behind. So do you go? Do you wait, or do you go somewhere else, maybe lesser, play ball for a little bit, and then get in the portal and go somewhere? I think the thing we've seen with the portal, more so in, in college basketball than in football, is it's almost like a minor league system. That's right. Hey, I want a scholarship. Get me, you know, hey, I, if I can go play at Moorhead, great. Because then I can flip Moorhead and go to 
Auburn that happened with uh, Broom uh, a couple of years ago yep. with uh, Moorhead. He went to Auburn and ended up starting at Auburn. So it worked out for him in college basketball. And then maybe you flip again to uh, North Carolina or something. I mean, Trey Mitchell has played with three different schools. He's with UK now on his fifth or sixth year, however it is. And he's made it to where he still has an opportunity to do his best, showcase his best, and maybe play professional ball. And he'll end up going overseas or in the G League and maybe get that shot at the NBA. Right. That's the ultimate goal. So I get the bouncing around. It's just the timing of it. To me, either we do this transfer portal later because I think all the guys who are, have made it to college football need to understand, all right, you, you're in. You're in. Okay? But – you need to let the other guys coming up get a chance to sign in. So I think you let the signing period happen. They still have the early signing period. You delay the transfer portal to later, till after the national championship. That way nobody's leaving. Right. Okay? Nobody's leaving to go in the portal until after all the games have been played after the national championship. And then you still have that late signing period in the spring. You still keep it. You just delay the – portal thing you got to delay it that's the to me that's the solution austin talked about making scholarships contingent on all games including bowls i agree with that also i would go one step further it needs to have if you're an nil guy you can't get your money unless you play in the bowl unless you're hurt yeah. i mean outside of an injury or death you better suit up and play yeah or you ain't getting paid plain and simple I'm I'm with you on the on the portal stuff. It needs to be you should be locked in with your team until the season's over. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Do you want to talk about the NIL for a minute? You know that Michigan has an NIL called One More Year Fund. Have you heard about this? No. It's called the One More Year Fund. They made it last year to keep the team together to come back one more year. And let's really give it a shot at winning a national title. So all your key guys came back, got paid. They're going to be in the national title game now. And here's the thing. They're going to be royalty in Michigan forever. Yeah. If they win, especially if they win it, if they win this national championship on Monday, they're coming back to every reunion. They're going to, I mean, their they're next 50 years of their lives 50, 60 years, they'll never have trouble buying a beer in Ann Arbor. They're oh, going to get, somebody's going to buy it for them. They're going to go to every game. They're going to have a great time, yada, yada, yada. They're well, living legends. Yeah, even more than that. I mean, uh, think about the guys that's on this team that probably aren't going to go pro or mm-hmm. they go for a year or two and then they're out. Or huh. They're going to they're gonna own car lots yeah. or they're going to get a job with some big business, you mm-hmm. know, that they're making connections with now. Yeah. You know, think about that. I mean, it's been that way even here in Kentucky. Pharmaceutical right? sales or yeah, I'm going to be yeah. a stockbroker. I'm going to sell you insurance or, you know, whatever. Oh, don't you remember me? Oh, yeah, man. You thought it, oh, you were the greatest of all time. I was there. And yeah. I buy, whatever you, what do you buy, man? You know, I mean, that's, that's how it works. That's how it works. That's, you got to think and bigger. I'm saying, and I'm not saying that's wrong. That's not wrong. That's 100% yeah. good job, Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. So how about the games themselves? So Michigan won 27-20 over Alabama overtime. What a, 
Where's uh, where's old Darren at tonight? He's kind of quiet, ain't he? Yeah, yeah, Darren. Roll Tide, Roll Tide, Flush Tide. Tide got flushed. That's the worst Bamba team I've ever seen. I don't know about that. Oh, come on, they're bad. That's a bad Bamba team. Well, if they're that bad, they almost beat what you're saying is the best team in football right I, now. Listen, I'm not saying they're the best team in football because I'm going to tell you, I think Washington beats them. You think so? I'm going to pick Washington to beat Mich- Michigan. I'm going to take Michigan. I can't. You know I ain't going to pick Michigan. I know no you ain't going to pick Michigan because of your Buckeyes. No, I ain't going to do it. I'll, I'll be a Washington Husky fan. Michigan will be your next national champs. <sighs> so then you'll have to worry about it again next year. But you're Bama and it's – Fourth and goal with a three. Yeah, and I will say I will do that time. play call. I and that's the best you could do, and you had two timeouts, and that's the best you came up with was a quarterback draw. Yeah, you and it wasn't me? even a good one. I no, mean, it, it was, was terrible. Like, and you were getting blown off the line all night by Michigan's <laughs> defense. I agree. Yeah. That was totally like, what did they just do? I think they just got – they just quit. They didn't even want to do it. <laughs> like, they didn't want done. to win. I'm going to yeah. go home. I was like – I mean, I watched that, and then Saban took the, the, the second timeout. And then I was like, it's going to end up being a draw. Because he had that one play where he got he got shot out through about 10, 12 yards or something. Yeah. They're going to go right back to it. Do you think they're not dumb enough to know that's coming? Yeah. They knew it. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'll give Michigan credit. They beat Bama by playing Bama football. They beat up on Bama all night long. Mm-hmm. They were they were the, the most physical team on the field. They were. And usually that's Alabama. Yeah. They were, they were as fast, they were as strong, yep. and they just went out there and used all that speed and all that strength against Alabama. So if Alabama wins the title, is it tainted? If Alabama If wins Alabama it? wins the national championship, is it tainted because of the whole uh, scandal of uh, the sign stealing and all that stuff of a Michigan. staffer? Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. If Michigan wins, is yeah. it tainted? Yeah, I don't if Michigan so. wins, is it tainted? No, I don't think so. I'll be honest with you that that uh, that made me giggle. Every bit of that sign still. I don't even see how it was illegal. Why did they get in trouble for it? Because only the Big Ten investigated it, and somebody put pressure on a Big Ten official to investigate such a thing. How dare they go to an Ohio State game and or whatever and steal signs? I look at it like this, and I mean, you know, you know who I am. You know, I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm kind of like you. If you can figure it out and your signs are that bad, that's on you. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've seen everything from the, you know, the uh, red, yellow, green chipmunk guys stand over there calling different stuff. Yeah. You know, they've got the picture boards that has like, you know, drunk guy and, uh, you know, a, a <laughs> lake. And have you ever seen some of those? Yeah, they have like a... Like a Four yes. four categories, and you're trying to figure out which one they're talking about. Yes, yeah, it's a and you know, and if you can't, number one, I mean, you got to think in that stadium. There's a stadium full of people there that's seeing that stuff. Mm-hmm. You better change it up every once in a while. It needs to be changed up. It's or put, on you, or put in a little more vague of a system. I, th- I mean, I think that's just part of the game, and and, and I, it might not be fair. But I give them kudos for somebody out there thinking about it, whether it was staffers or whoever. It might be some drunk fan in their basement <laughs> going, "You know what? Yeah. We could, we could, we could go find, we go watch the Ohio State game, and I bet if we get their signals, we could watch it, or we watch them twice, and we could, we got them, we could figure it out, you know, and sell our knowledge to somebody, and 
or move it out of mommy's basement. There you go. That, you might, be, that might be, yeah. That might be the next uh, way to make a million dollars. Just hey. turn into might signal be. stealers. Yeah, really. So Clemson and Bama won, you know, fought for a national title three times in a row. Three times in a row. Five years later, would you have ever thought Michigan and Washington would be playing for a national championship? No. I mean, go back five years. It seems like forever. Before COVID, would you have ever thought there'd be a world where it would be Washington and Michigan playing in a national championship game? I would I would have thrown out my yes to the Michigan side a lot quicker than I would the Washington. I agree. Yeah. No, Harbaugh is Harbaugh. I mean, I give him some credit. He, he's one of them old school coaches that mm-hmm. everything he touches turns to – I don't want to say gold, but everything's good. I mean, it gets better. Now, Washington, no. No. They've been there pretty close. What year was it? They've been there right in the, the – This is the first it. time they've won the college football playoff game, but they've been there in the mix several times. Yeah. Yes, including the last two years. Right. Um, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have guessed it. I wouldn't have guessed it at all. I mean, I, I actually went in thinking if Alabama wins this game, they're the national championship. Or they're the national champion. They'll, they'll, they'll win them all out. After they beat Georgia, SEC goes five and four in bowl games. Is that up for up up to snuff? I didn't like. I said I didn't like the UK game. I mean, it, everybody talked about it. it was a good game. It was big high scoring. Blah blah blah. I, just, I didn't like watching it. I thought that it was kind of just going through the motions, and they didn't really play like they wanted to win it. I mean, I, I don't know. I just had a bad feeling about it the whole game. Um, some of the rest of those games. Uh, well, they were, what, 21 to 10 yeah. at one point, and it was like, wow, okay, this is this is fine. And then it's like they started playing not to lose and going to that preview and stuff. And then that last series, I don't understand why. Did you see that there was a, a picture that they somebody tweeted? Probably Matt Jones. He tweeted a, a picture, a screenshot of how much cushion the defender was giving the wide receiver on the snap. I mean, he's giving him 10 yards, yeah. 10, 15 yards. And you're like, why? I mean, are you going to get somebody do something? Right. I don't understand why you're not going. It's, it's again, that's a pride game. Yeah. And it, I think the game should have meant more to Kentucky because you're going to, you have a chance, kind of like Missouri did, beating a name program. Clemson's a name. Yeah. Okay. They're a name. They've won a national championship recently. So you have a chance to beat them. You're not only beating them in this game, in the Gator Bowl, you're going to beat them in recruiting circles, maybe with a few players. Maybe some that are on the fence about things. And then you're going to play pin your ears back and go after somebody in a game like that. What else do you have to lose? Nothing. And I'll be honest with you, I went into this I went into that UK game with a bad taste in my mouth. Um, from the whole stoops, you still on that? I've gotten over it. I, I, it just aggravates me, man. I don't know. I can't get over it. It just aggravates me. Why? I think because well, I don't think he'll ever. I don't think we'll grow none from now on. Okay, as long as Stoops is there, we grow no more. He 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 voiced his opinion that we're kind of we're going to do that. We're not mm-hmm. going to grow. We got to throw some more money somewhere to get better players. Mm-hmm. He threw that out there, which is probably, in my opinion, about the time. He figured out he's going to get a shot at A&M. His phone had probably rang about that A&M stuff somewhere around there. Right. Because 
you don't let them clang uh-huh. making comments like that if you don't think, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell it like it is. <laughs> All right? Go it out there. I'm getting out. Yeah. Then it was gone. He wasn't gone. He might have went. He didn't go. All that he's he was just trying to he was trying to get out and then I get into the bowl game and it's just like still bad taste in my mouth and just like he said it's it's yo go out there and pin your ears back and play solid ball to win win the game win and you know (laughs) you've seen me and I'm not saying I was great but I always tried to get my boys to go out there with the intensity. To try to their best to win every game we was at. I don't care if it was a pipe or a hazard. I don't care. And that just this this whole bowl season reeks of I don't want to say chicken. <laughs> some of these some of these teams didn't play chicken, but yeah. But then again, you can kind of say that. I said this on sports the sound off on sports report yesterday on the radio. NASCAR has a thing called the silly season. You heard of that? The silly season is. You're midway through the 2023 NASCAR schedule or you're three-fourths of the way through, and all of a sudden, Jeremy Hall says, I am leaving the 18 car to drive the three car in 2024. By the way, I got 12 races left. Let's go get it, boys. And no other sport does that except now college football because now it's like, I'm going to leave you before the season's over, and I'm going to go out. It's silly. That's why they call it the silly season. Why guys do that? And it's always money motivated. But at the same time, we're doing that now with college football. Yeah. And it's just killing it. I mean, it's it's killing the whole thing. And the playoffs are going to expand to 12 teams next season. Do you know how it's going to work? Not exactly. Okay. I'm glad I looked it up for you. So for those who don't know, this is how it's going to go. And I want to ask you this because of what you said about Stoops. Okay. So here's how it will be determined. In case you don't know, the six highest-ranked conference championship champions will get six positions, the top six. So that's going to be not just your, you know, your power five, but then also one more outlier. So it would have been, say, maybe Liberty, possibly. Okay, so you're going to have one of those teams squeak in. So there's your six, and then the next six are the six remaining highest-ranked teams in the round of 12. Okay? Yeah, I, I get what they're trying to do with that. I mm-hmm. see it, but I don't, I'm don't. i not saying it's good. Like, that number six, that outlier, is the one that's going to be like, really? I mean, come on. Yeah. You're going to tell me that the seventh-ranked remaining team might not be heads and, you know, just heads above that sixth so, like this year, you would have had these matchups. Oh, by the way, the top four of those six conference champions get a bye. I can so see that, too. they get a bye. Winning means you so need to get a little pat you would have had these matchups for the first four bowl games. Missouri at Oregon. Penn State at Ohio State rematch. Ole Miss at Georgia. Liberty at Florida State. That would have been your four games and then you have the next tier of guys waiting which would be uh next year it'll be the semifinals be or the quarterfinals fiesta bowl peach bowl rose bowl sugar bowl and then it just goes on to all the other names and all that stuff so i hope it it's gonna be better i think in theory 
Okay. It should be better. It should be better. In reality, it could probably suck worse than this year. Now, my original question. What should the expectation be for UK fans starting next year? Because automatically, I can't win. We can't win the conference, but can we get in the top 12? Can you be ranked inside the top 12 and get into the playoff? Is that a realistic goal for UK football and Mark Stoops? Is he, does his ceiling extend to that or not? The next three years. No, I don't, I don't think they're growing anymore. I think we're, we better hope we can go to somewhere else, to a different bowl, somewhere warm. You think they can? Well, I mean, okay, if they had made the Citrus Bowl as uh, they did a few years ago, okay, think about that this. would have been enough to get you in the, play, in the playoff. That kind of achievement. But it was, it's been one time. Right. Okay? You had, you had a one shot at that, right? It was one, one time in the Citrus Bowl. Okay, well, think about this year, though. Think Alabama beats Georgia. Uh-huh. So Alabama's going, right? Mm-hmm. Georgia not going to be oh, well. They would be in right there because right. they were they were number five. Okay. <clears throat> what if some of those? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, an SEC? Are you so? Let's assume the SEC winner and runner up probably both should go right. Probably, and then maybe one more. So maybe. here's okay. So here are the teams this year. That won a bowl game in the SEC. Tennessee, LSU, Ole Miss, Georgia, Missouri. All five of them aren't making it. Of those five, who would have been the ones that made it? Well, obviously Bama, okay? Probably Georgia. Maybe Missouri. Missouri, maybe. Missouri over Tennessee. Did you watch any of that Ole Miss game? They were, no, but they were great. Ole Miss is going to make some waves in the SEC next year. They might be. They might be the number two going in. Two Citrus Bowls in six years. Thank you, Byron, who, by the way, is not in the transfer portal. He did make it to the show. He'll be over here in a minute. UK last finished in the top 12. Pop, pop dream. Okay. I, I, I get it. Uh, Justin Ray. Hello, Justin. There is no reason that UK couldn't do what Missouri did this year and they would have been in it this year. I agree. See, I think that's, I think that's where you're at. Your expectation should be in the next three to five years. You have to be Missouri at least one time because you would have made it. All right. Why is Missouri the way Missouri is? Why did Missouri have the team they had this year? Well, I haven't read enough about what they did, but Hey, they, well, they, I mean, they, Pretty good season. They did it. They did enough. They did enough to get in to where they got. I mean, right. they they beat Kentucky. Kentucky was a. They had to beat them. South Carolina didn't materialize like they thought they would, and Tennessee stumbled. So that opened the door for them to slip up. Are they better than Tennessee? Probably not. A healthy Tennessee probably better than Missouri. Probably. But, you know, things happen in the course of a season. All right, I'll imagine this. Is why the- yeah, I, yeah, Justin, uh, Missouri's coach is awesome. He plays to win. <laughs> well, Amen. Uh, That's where I was getting ready to go. They mustered 14 points in that game and won, you know, because Ohio State. Don't be a hater. Because, no, Ryan Day is the only man walking the planet Earth that can recruit the top 100 quarterbacks, three of them, and, all, and one of them get hurt, and the other two are duds. Okay, well, one of them transferred, and he really wasn't that good either. How do you find three guys that are probably top 100 recruits, and they all were duds? How do you do that at one position? 
Who's how evaluating do, that position? How do, you, how do you talk a bunch of duds into being unbelievable football well, team that Obviously, wins? they're not coaching them. I okay. Mean, all right. Get him so out of there. I'm all, I'm all about getting him out of there. Go back and look three episodes ago <laughs> when I was saying that why can't why can't Stoops come up with something? When you need sign. They go ahead. Why can't Stoops come up? I mean, we're – Why I th- can't Stoops think, find the quarterback? I think yeah. I think UK is – we're at a different level than Missouri. Missouri should on their good years and maybe we're down beat us. We should be up here. They're probably down here. But it seems like they always go whoop, whoop, whoop. I mean, they're just – they seem to be – Putting something together, and I say it's a hundred percent coaching. And who are we it's not a- talking about here? Florida. Yeah. All right. Florida should be that other team. Yeah. Not Missouri no. and not Kentucky. No, and imagine Florida, what they're going through right now. Yeah, Florida be there. Don't count them out. That they're gonna somebody down there is gonna get Florida makes the top twelve before Kentucky does in the next three, five years. Oh, yeah, because I will agree with Stoops on this. Somebody in Florida is gonna start going. Just like they did in Michigan. They've got alumni at that university that they'll mm-hmm. get together. They'll they'll come up with that one more year. One more time. Or they'll one come more, up with the, one more year fund. Yeah. Yeah. So there's you some high some uh, college football jargon tonight with the coach here in the house tonight. And, and by the way, Kirk Herbstreit wants to make the Rose Bowl the permanent home of the national championship. Agree or disagree? I kind of like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't argue with it. Byron says yes. Yeah. I'm, with, I'm with it, too. All right, I'm wait, with here, it, too. Here's something. I, I, I like that idea. Before we stop, the, let's talk about bowl games in general. Okay. When bowl games started, it was a way to get those top two teams from out in the middle of the country, whoever they may be. Get them together for one big, gigantic it, game. Yes, yeah. and it was all about – just being that, who is the baddest? Who's going to do it? Southern Cal and Ohio State. Bam. You got that Big 12 or Big 10 and a Pac-10 and bring them together for 80 years, and I we mean, just wrecked all that tradition. I mean, it, yeah, even back further than that. It might have been Harvard versus Yale. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, But it was the – I mean, from then from then till now, well, till about 10 years ago, it was mm-hmm. all about making sure that the best who figured out who's the best. Pretty much. Maybe some more bowl games. Right. We got like what twenty seven bowl games. It's a it's a farce. Yeah, they're like the ex- pop tart bowl. They're, they're I mean, <laughs> come on, man. We've turned them. You we've know? turned them in. They're exhibitions. That's all they are. Yeah. It's not football. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it, uh, okay. Justin disagrees. Southern Cal is the most expensive place to travel to, and the surrounding area is just not as tour. Well, now you would know. He would know. He he flies to that area. He would know. They were grappling about like even internet service, like cell service there was not great. Like they were loading towers, couldn't hold. Did you read that anywhere? No, I, no. I read that. I forgot. That's, I know traffic is terrible. I did know that. I mean, it, I, I've yeah, heard that. it gets to like the, they couldn't even get cell service on on some of these things, and and people were not communicating with their. Um, I don't want to say their TV because I'm sure it wasn't TV, but they were just it, they, it just couldn't hold the amount of people that was there and around and. And so I could see where he's saying how they would that. mess up and everything. Yeah, I, I am. I am kind of of the school though, where I like a traditional place to host that. You're like, every year. You're like me. You know what I did? I watched the Rose Bowl parade. Did you watch it? Did you even? No, but it? I've watched it before. Yeah, just because, because it's the back thing. when we were younger. What we do? We watched the Rose Parade, mm-hmm. and then we watched the Rose Bowl. We watched the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I just that was. 
it, so, the pageantry it was a big deal. Old. It was a big deal. I mean, and I even saw this too. Maybe, maybe New Orleans should host the Super Bowl every year. Maybe Indianapolis should have the NCAA championship every year. It's tradition. I mean, Indiana with the basketball championship every yeah. year, have it there at Lucas Oil Stadium. I'd be with that. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going to disagree with Justin because listen, if you're going, if you're going to the college football championship game. You got the money to go Southern California. <laughs> you yeah. know, you got the money to fly out there, okay? You know, that's a whole other podcast. I mean, I tried to, I looked at buying UK tickets for UK and Illinois State the other night. You can forget it. You know, old, old Prince Popper here wasn't going to get, uh, wasn't going to spend $600 on tickets I mean, I, for, a, for a meaningless game. Right. No, you know, I, I, no, not for me. I mean, two, $300. Oh, I still, I still twisted my arm a little bit. Uh, I can find better deals and, and or watch it at the house. I mean, that's <laughs> right. The, the common person going to some events is just is just not going to happen. Right. You know, I mean, I'd have to if, if the Reds made a World Series, I'd have to put another mortgage on the house. <laughs> and I'd probably do it. Probably, probably I probably would. would. I probably would. All right, Byron's going to get a. He's got a chair. He's ready. So, uh, Byron to be in. We'll talk some basketball. Second half of the Sound Off on Sports podcast. Coming up. Hang on. When you need to know about your medications, it's important to know your pharmacist. Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Terry Castle and Howard Family Pharmacy, your community health mart pharmacy, will always take time for you. And it's more convenient now than ever to fill your prescriptions. Simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. Quality care and service, where it's always about family. That's Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. It's guaranteed to be a good time. Chris Jansen, live in concert. Mountain Arts Center, Prestonsburg. But it can buy me a boat. Yeah, it can buy me a truck. Chris Jansen at the Mac, Friday, February 9th. Tickets start at $50 and can be purchased now at the People's Bank Box Office by calling 1-888-MACARTS or online at macarts.com. Chris Jansen, live. At Walters Toyota Nissan in Pikeville, we believe you should have a choice. That's why when you visit our lot, you'll find over 50 brand new Toyotas and Nissans to choose from with more arriving daily. We'll get you the lowest rate, all the rebates, and pass along any discounts available. And speaking of choices, shop our pre-owned inventory where over 500 quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs are available. So when it comes to buying your next vehicle, make the choice to shop Walters Toyota Nissan first. Remember, when others won't, Walters will. When you need signs, banners, business cards, decals, and promotional items, you need to call Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Need to promote your business? Jaded Rain can stick your business logo on just about anything. Yard signs, large signs, metal and outdoor signs, window perf. Jaded Rain even does covered vehicle wraps, converting your work truck or car into a rolling billboard. If you need to stand out, you need Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Call 371-3153 or find Jaded Rain on Facebook. It is a good song. Uh, two out of three ain't bad. Byron Hall <laughs> joins us tonight where the Raiders won two out of three tonight, right? That's right. Over? Stumbo. John M. Stumbo. Yeah. So, uh, uh, A team win? A team and C team won. So a and C and B got beat. B got beat. Well, that's all right. It happens. Uh, it happens. Losses are part of the game, you know. Glad you're here tonight. 
Glad, I, glad I'm were, here. Thought you were in the transfer portal, like Josh. Well, no, I, I would never transfer from you. Opted out of the of the first show back after Christmas break, you know. I, I would never transfer from you or opt out if I didn't have to. There you go. Loyalty. That's bought right. in. <laughs> he's bought in. And he's paid, too, by the way. <laughs> See? It's that I, simple. I'm, com- hey, I'm committed through and through. You're committed. Oh, my God. I mean, the, the only thing that uh, uncommits me at all is my children. Right. So. <laughs> right. Sound off on Sports Podcast tonight, brought to you by the Mountain Arts Center, where Chris Jansen tickets are on sale. You're, you've been to Chris Jansen. Love it. Love his shows. They are great. Yes. Uh, uh, he's got some good songs, but the way he, the way he just gives the presentation mm-hmm. of it is wonderful. Entertainment. He yes. is an entertainer. Yes. Chris Jansen at the Mac Friday February 9th. Get your tickets, MacArts.com. He'll blow the roof off of it. He will. He will blow the roof off. And they just got some money to fix it. Uh, <laughs> blow the roof off that place down there at the Mac. Also, tonight's podcast brought to you by Walters, Toyota, Nissan, Howard Family Pharmacy, and Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. I'm Jamie. He's Jeremy Byron on the end here tonight. Going to get me and talk some basketball, some high school basketball. And uh, we got rankings. Not our own. Well, we got the RPI. I've seen that. Yeah, there's RPI. And Cantrell. And Cantrell. I, listen, I am not a ranking person. I'm not going, I'm not going to put together a top five, seven, uh, 14th region, 15th region combo mix of teams from Alabama in it, too. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't understand. I know why you do it. People do it for clickbait and share it and, hey, look at me, you know, I, Listen, there's formulas for this. Just let the formulas play it out. Uh, I'll say this. Just looking at scores and the few games that I've seen and just keeping up with some people, this region on the boys' side is about as even a playing Mm -hmm. field that I can remember in a long time. Yeah. Like, usually you've got – you know, you, like last year, you felt like Pikeville, Martin County, you know, Pike Central maybe was in the mix. But, you know, that's kind of, you kind of got a feeling every year. There's two, three teams that you expect to be there. Mm-hmm. I can't really pick that team out this year. I can't pick a clear-cut favorite. Right. I, I don't feel like there's a clear-cut, like you said, a clear-cut favorite. I feel like this is – uh, one of the, like I said, the most balanced across the board from a competitive standpoint. On the boys' side. Yeah. Girls' side. It's a little lopsided. A little lopsided. Boys' side, though, it is, like you said, very, very even. It's, and, you know, I think, you know, this regional tournament is going to be super exciting. What a year for the super regional yeah. to make its de- long awaited debut. Yeah, it couldn't yeah. have lined up any better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I really. mean, you you sent out them Cantrell ratings, and I think you know the top ten in the Cantrell was within like a th- it was like a three possession, three possessions in a basketball game, nine points or less. Here are the Cantrell ratings. We'll go from the bottom up. They did have Jenkins in the fifteenth region at fifteen. That's, well, KHSA does too. Yeah, they need to, need to update their stuff. They're in the fourteenth now. So at number fourteen is Phelps at seven and five. Thirteen is Eastridge at three and four. 
12, Belfry at 4 and 6. Prestonsburg is 11th at 9 and 5, although in the RPI they're much higher. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Lawrence County is 10th with the best record in the region, 11 and 3, but they're 10th in the Cantrell. Shelby Valley is 9th at 5 and 6. Betsy Lane comes in 8th at 7 and 6. Tied for 6th, Paintsville 7 and 4, McGoffin County 7 and 6. And then your top five, Johnson Central 5th at 7 and 3, Floyd Central 4th at 7 and 5, Martin County 3rd at 6 and 7, but they went to Vegas and played. And, <laughs> I mean, hey. They're playing some competition out there. Pike Central is number two. They're 5 and 6. It, the record doesn't matter. Mm-mm. It's who you're playing. And then Pikeville is number one at 6 and 3, and they won their own uh, PIT, and they beat yeah. Pike Central head to head in that tournament. It's yeah. almost it, it's almost like when Pikeville and Pike Central get together, it's like it's in Pike Central's head now. Yeah, uh, when you see that game, that's it's in their head. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of them things that you know you think you've got them, you think you've got them, and then you don't. Yeah, and you know, but they can and, overcome that. Pike Central yeah. can. They can overcome it. It, it can uh, happen. McGoffin County got a win last night on the boys, beat Lawrence County by three. Absolutely. In the 2A. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to have to play Boyd County. I think they played Boyd County tonight, actually, uh, to go to the championship game on Saturday. So, let's talk about the two, the midseason tournaments here, okay? The 2A, we're going to put a lot of attention on that this week. The 2A tournament starting up, as you said, last night. Boys and girls side, and then there's games tomorrow night and also Friday championship on Saturday. All these games at Pike Central High School, and last night you had McGoffin County's boys knocking off Lawrence County's boys in a good game. And I can't pull the score up now because my computer died. By the way, let's put that down. I think it was fifty six low scoring game. Fifty six, fifty three. I think yeah. was the score. Yeah, low scoring game. So McGoffin County will play Boyd County on Friday. Tomorrow night, the other semifinal game is Floyd Central, Pike Central. That's a girls-boys double dip. We'll have all the action here on WMDJ. You can watch it. You can listen to it starting around 6-ish. Tomorrow night will be on the air, 6.30 for the tip-off of the girls, followed by the boys. Girls game be good uh, tomorrow Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be a good good. good matchup. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be a contrasting style. I think uh, Floyd Central have the advantage inside, but, you know, Pike Central's got some experienced guards. Mm-hmm. Maybe have a slight edge out front with with the experience. Yeah, uh, but the boys' game. Ooh, you talk about a dandy. It was a good one last year. There's some games that I've had on the schedule circled for different reasons. Some just for entertainment. Some for nostalgia. Some for pure intrigue. This is the intrigue game. This this, this is going to tell you. A lot about both teams, I think. Yeah. Everything that Floyd Central has worked for so far to this point will be tested tomorrow night. This is this is the biggest game they've played all year. Tomorrow yeah, night. And the games they've played, they've challenged themselves. They've played some really good competition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's for a situation like this that they've really set themselves up to see if if see if they've if it's paying off. Yeah. If the process is paid off and they're doing what they want to do. Two and three during the holiday period played in the Smoky Mountain Classic, the one before Christmas, and then they played in the Belfry 
schoolboy tournament got a couple wins over there and that one one game down in the smokies played a a, a double overtime yeah. game down there and got beat and then also lost another game but played very hard in all of those contests so uh, one game the one game at Belfry was kind of low scoring maybe just a miss total do they, they cancel one of the games at Belfry I, I'm not I, for sure because as Cassius you say you only had them playing two games over there. I might be uh, maybe so uh, but anyway uh, I can't pull it up. <laughs> well, the last time I looked, the game they were supposed to play Holmes, I think. That didn't happen? It. I don't know if it happened. It didn't. KJ didn't have it. Okay, that must not happen. They must have so, called that I don't, I don't know. Somebody can give us some clarification yeah. on that. So, but anyway, two and three during the holiday period. You're fourth in both the RPI and the Cantrell, but you got Pike County Central, and you know that's one of those teams you got to try to beat. Never to, have. And, and you never have. It's your chance to position yourself going forward to something bigger. And thank you. It didn't happen. Yeah, the, the Holmes game didn't happen. Thank you, Randy. The, this is the game you got to have. I think you you want to go in there and make a statement. You want to show that you're real, that you're not a pretender, but you're a contender. I think the Jaguars got to go in there and take that game tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, I th- I'm with you. I think they. This is a yeah. This phone rings off the hook. And there are people in the building, but nobody wants to answer the phone. Uh, and I obviously can't answer the phone, so hey, you know. Anyway, but I'm, I'm I'm with you. I think this this is a huge game for uh, Floyd Central, and I, you know, I think it's a huge game for Pike Central as well, uh, because you know they're they're playing better. They've they've struggled uh, in some games. It's their home court. It's their home court. Want to defend it? Want to defend it? And they. You know, they probably feel like they missed an opportunity last year to win it and go to the 2A state tournament. Mm-hmm. And both of these teams, both Floyd Central and Pike Central, have a great chance at going on to the state tournament. Uh, but, you know, the other side between Boyd County and McGoffin County, that's not going to be no easy game. Uh, no, and, and listen, don't overshadow McGoffin County here. They want it like this. Yeah, and these guys, they want to say, hey, look, we're going to be – you know, dark horses over here. Here's a chance to kind of shine uh, our shield a little bit, beat Boyd County, mm-hmm. and get there. That'd be a huge win well, Boyd for their Ca- program. Boyd County's so, a good team. Yeah, Boyd County's a very good team. Uh, I mean, Pike Central got a win over them this year already mm-hmm. in the PIT. So, we we know they can be beat. Yeah. Why don't you go answer the phone because you're not talking. You want me to? He's Why playing, not? He's go playing playing and answer ping pong. the phone. I, mean, I, I think your buddy's calling. Jay, Jay says, I keep Here. calling and nobody's answering. I, he <laughs> has a few questions. Yeah. Here. Here, I'll go answer it. I don't care. Go over and answer the phone. All right. Or turn. Or take it off the hook. All right, I'm going to mute your mic. Can I answer it like anything I want? No, don't go in front of the camera. Go around behind it. Yeah, go ahead and answer it. Go ahead and answer it. It's, uh, let's, find, let's find out if we do have a caller. You know? And? You know it's not. It can't be. Somebody wants to know who won the birthday cake today. We haven't given one away in three years. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's been that long. I didn't know that. Yeah, Derek Queen put the hay bosh on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the verdict is <laughs> what a song request, see? I mean, <laughs> so. We'll, we'll put that in to Chris, who is on the air. Yeah. Free bird. Hey, did you see Skinner the other night? Nope. You didn't see, like, the one living member of Skinner with all the rest of the guys? They they did Free Bird on the CBS 
uh, rocking New Year's Eve country style Nashville hour behind everybody. No nope. special live. No, it was kind of fun. The Times Square. Blech. Yeah, That's see, like I, 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 yeah, Jelly Rose. I can't believe I'm here. You know, I, every time I flipped over, he's just like, I can't believe I've watched this for years. I'm like, hey, Jelly, hey, buddy, hey, Jelly. You know, I like you being here, buddy. You know, <laughs> but he ain't. No, no, but I mean, he was just clearly like, oh, God, Ryan Seacrest, do you understand? I've tried out for American Idol 500 times. They never picked me, and here I am with you, buddy. God's glad to be yeah. here. I mean, I, I was waiting for him to kiss him. I was, I mean, come on, like, quit, quit, stop it, you know. So you'd rather watch Jilly Rowe than watch Lainey Wilson. I would rather not watch <laughs> any of them. <laughs> Lainey was a whole lot more fun to watch than watching Jelly Roll. See, I didn't even know that was on. <laughs> you were, you didn't have the remote then. Anymore. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Beth had the remote. Yeah, yeah, or one of the girls. Mila's pretty bad about listening uh, to this yeah. news, music stuff, and I don't know anything. Oh, uh, gosh. How about Matt? Hey, Crawl Daddy's on here tonight. Matt Crawford, he's watching tonight. Happy New Year, buddy. Remember Matt? I do, yeah, guy? yeah. Yeah, way back when, one of uh, Johnny Martin's old boys. Yeah, played a lot of ball, Matt. Yeah. They sure did. Uh, all right. All-A tournament. The uh, girls' side tonight got underway in the playing game. Belfry beat Prestonsburg 40-35 to 35 mm. tonight in front of a capacity crowd of 20 people. I saw it. I saw I, I mean, I saw the online video, and we're still having this tournament, the All-A tournament, in the Expo or the Appalachian Wireless Arena, and there's 20 people there watching that game. It's ridiculous. Put that thing out of its misery. It's 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 too cavernous to have that tournament. Sorry, well, I told you a couple of years ago my suggestion. Yeah, if, if they wanted to keep, I have it, a college gym. Yeah, if they want to keep it on the big court, but keep it in a high school feeling atmosphere, mm-hmm. go over to the college gym. Place is loud in there. It's a fun well, place to watch a game. I I, lo- I loved it when we went yeah. and covered the all a there at Upax Gym mm-hmm. on on campus. It. I thought that was one of the better all-A I heard they may tear it down. I mean, I don't know. I've heard that. I've heard they may tear that gym down. It'd be kind of sad if that happened. Yeah, surely not. Yeah, I've heard somebody say that. I hope that's not true. I don't know. I hope that's not true. The all-A, here we go. So. I love that tournament, by the way. The girls' girls' (laughs) tournament is this week, weekend, and into the first part of next week. So, Belfry goes on to play Betsy Lane. Okay. So, Pittsburgh will play Belfry on Saturday at 6 p.m. The winner of that game gets the winner of East Ridge and Shelby Valley in the semifinals. I really think Betsy Lane's got a chance to roll into that championship game coming up later next week. Yeah. If, yeah. They, if they play with confidence, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I, I, I really do. And, and listen, I'll, I get it. The other top of the bracket, here they are. You have Martin County and Phelps, Painsville and Pipeville. That's the top, the top of the bracket. Okay, that's the other other side okay. of it. But I don't care if you're I, if if I'm Coach Thacker, if I'm Betsy Lane's girls, I want to roll in there and get to that final, and take your shot at Pipeville. Take a shot at them. Here, I'm always a believer of, you know, if you're not, you know, if you're the underdog, mm-hmm. if you're one of the underdog teams. Then I always, I've always been the belief. You know what? Well, let's get to the championship game and take our chances. 
Why not? Yeah. I mean, I mean you, you, you never know what's going to happen in a championship game. Yeah. I mean, go at it. But, you know, nevertheless, for that young team, if they can get that far, that would propel them to a possible district championship. No, oh, it would it would pay dividends in the next month or so. Yes, down. yes. These I, I do like the mid season tournaments. I just don't like that they have it at the at the arena anymore. I just think it's too big because the tournament is not as big as it used to be. Uh, the all A is not what it used to be. I think this two A thing is 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 doing the right thing, having it in a high school and rotating it around, and that's it, it has the right feel. Mm-hmm. I like the match. I like how they play. You know, it's a double header between the two schools in the first game matchup. So, you ain't got McGoffin's girls one night and they're split off in the boys and all this stuff. It's both schools, same night, bam. I like that a whole lot more. We were kind of talking off mic about some of that stuff. And I'll ask you this. Why is it we don't have more of the regular season games outside of district tournament game or district games where it's a boys-girls doubleheader? Why don't we do more of that? I mean, why don't you, you play a matchup where it's – Paintsville is coming in, boys and girls, tonight to play Betsy Lane. Why don't we have more of that? I, I, I think I think the the reason is going to be because you're going to be losing out on JV games. Because oh, come on, play a JV game on Saturday. Well, I mean, I'm not saying, but I think that's going to be the argument. Is you think about it, you've already went to two Christmas tournaments. You've played six games, no JV games. You play six six. District games, no JV games. That's 12 guys, half your season almost. Right there, you haven't played a JV game. Uh, I'm not saying every game. I'm just saying pick, but, but pick one a what, month. But you see what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you, you went to two tournaments, six games. You've got six district games. You're not going to do it. Now you're participating in these all A's and two A's. Got to go to the Smokies so we can all go yeah, down there and so, eat somewhere I mean, and go to Bucky's. And, you're uh, yeah. you're missing out. You're missing out. <laughs> Forgot about Bucky's. Yeah, got to go to Bucky's and play a tournament. You know, you're know. missing out on some JV time and some and for you know, and I'll use Floyd Central as an example. They've got a lot of young kids that can play JV. You could probably get them a little bit more playing time, a little bit more high school experience in JV games to get them and then play them in varsity too, uh, but. You know, it's a it's an opportunity to let more kids play more games, but uh, you know, you can like you said, you can schedule JV games here and there, but it's it's harder but, to get. But here, but here but it's here. harder to get your practice okay. times in, play schedule right. these games. All right, now look at it from my perspective, though. I, I get what you're, you're saying. You're in the business to make some money, mm-hmm. okay? You want to go to the Smokies? You want to go down there and play every year? Yeah, pay for it. So have a bigger gate. I mean, you can you can have a larger gate by having a doubleheader involving a another school in the region or maybe outside the region that can that agrees to come in and play. I think you could do that. I'm just saying once a one time a month. Well, you could do that on a Saturday. Yeah, and you could play a girls' JV game and have homecoming game. and then do a boys' game. Yeah, you're selling you're selling the place out. So I mean, you could do a doubleheader JV for both teams. If you played it on a Saturday where you got enough time in the day to do it. If you scheduled homecoming on a Saturday and you had a girls game at 4, homecoming at 6, and a boys game at 7.30 or 8. You'd have to play the boys game first. Well, okay. They wouldn't. wouldn't. All right, we'll flip them around. All right. Anyway. the girls in their hair, right? But here's here's what I'm going to say, and I'm sorry. I don't mean this to offend anybody, any Title IX people, but honestly, that one game would make more money 
for both programs than having two or three girls' home games by themselves in a month. Yeah. And maybe even some boys' games. Because, listen, I saw pictures of Menifee County in Prestonsburg last night at 630. Yeah. Now, I get it. You're playing teams you want to find and get a win against. I get it, okay? But nobody cares about that game. We went to that Christmas tournament down there. How many people were at that game, at those games? Not well, many. Prestonburg had a decent, had a decent crowd. They had a decent crowd, but the people coming in, they – Now, I don't know how it was all spread out during the day. Right. And, and I like, I'm glad they had a tournament at home. Yeah. I am. But it's still not the biggest – Money maker. Well, I'm sure you know, you know they've had they had games all day, and they brought JV and varsity in, so they had yeah they're playing so they had two, people four, six six games all you day. You know they were having people in there in and out all day. Mm-hmm. So you know they they made their money. Yeah, they got the yeah, money. I mean, you know they're, they they guess it worked well. out. Yeah, yeah, they done well. I, I, I feel but, like I mean, the, done the, well. but the crowd was not all that great when the home team played. It wasn't all that great. So I mean, make more of these events. I mean, we're going to have. Another throwback game coming up with Prestonsburg at Floyd Central. Okay, we're going to have another Glory Road game at, at D.W. Howard. What in two weeks? The Dome. Yeah, the Dome. Yeah, and that's going to be a huge event. It's got Prestonsburg involved in it too. That's going to be a sellout. I mean, you want to know why football is so cool? Because it's an event. You tailgate. Things happen at a football game. Now you can't tailgate in January. I get it. It's like Green Bay, but. You can do things and have these events. And I think part of it is maybe even do this. Play, okay, the boys are going to play one team, one school, and the girls play a different school. Now you got three different fan bases in the building. And you're pulling in more bucks to fund your trip to Florida, okay, or whatever you want to do, have new uniforms or whatever. I mean, I'm not in the system. I can say this stuff. You guys can't. I can say this stuff. But I just well, I don't, outside I don't, perspective, it ain't here. got nothing to do with the system stuff. Is I don't know enough about like the management of the basketball, why things happen. I mean, like when me and you were in high school, and even you, Byron. I mean, for years and years and years, boys and girls played big games on the same night. On the same night, and there was a whole lot of basketball out there. With that was really good basketball. Mm-hmm. And then now we've kind of I know Title Nine got in there and kind of split some of that, but. Yeah, but still, girls had to have, girls got to have so many primetime primetime nights. nights. I get that, I understand that. Um, and now my question is probably I'm probably get my hands packed uh, at some point over this one, but you know, <laughs> I you know you all been to girls games and I've been girls and not take nothing away from girls teams. It's I love watching the girls. Right, we've seen some great girls teams right here in the 58th district but, the last few years. And big crowds. We've seen yes. crowds at Floyd Central girls games larger than boys games in the last three or four years. Yes. We have. Yes. Well, go ahead. But my point is, like, a, a big game like that that fills up a high school gymnasium, everybody's getting their prime time. Yeah. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. It doesn't matter what time it starts. Everybody's getting eyeballs on them. Every, yeah. I mean, if there's 400 people or 200 people or whatever the number is – if it's three times larger than what a boys' game by itself gets and a girls' game by itself gets, mm-hmm. that's pretty prime time to me. And I don't, I didn't understand. I don't understand that. Yeah. Another thing that I don't understand, and this is a football thing: freshmen play on Monday night, JV's play on Thursday night, varsity's play on Friday. Why couldn't basketball do like Monday nights, 
everybody's playing JV. It, it kind of used to be. I feel like when I played, it was like you played Tuesdays and you played Fridays. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of set, unless you were in a tournament or something. But for like varsity games, yeah. So when did you play your JV games? Before the varsity game. I mean, but all night, But back then, there was a lot of doubleheader, boy-girl yeah. doubleheaders. We, Most of those were on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, we, just, it really didn't, we really didn't go many many out-of-the-way out uh, JV games. Now, we would send freshman teams play, you know, play some freshman games here and there and maybe a tournament for them. But, you know, as far as just like JV, strict, strictly JV, mm-hmm. if you didn't play it before a varsity game – most of the time, it wasn't getting played. Now, I think they started doing – I think the district, the 58, started doing a JV district tournament, I believe. Seems like I remember that at some point. Here in the last they, – the, I, don't, I don't know if they still do it, but they, oh, they were doing it for a little while. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, there's a, there's opportunities. You can make freshman – you can send up like a freshman JV night uh, to play games and then – have your varsity nights as well. I mean, it just seems like a Saturday is a prime time thing. Thank you, Jay. He's like Friday or Saturday doubleheaders. I, I'm with you. I maybe it's harder on a Friday night, but a Saturday, a day night doubleheader, girls and guys, just seems like it would be a better, more entertaining event than what well, we're getting. I, I guess right the, now. the other argument would be if if the boys' team is pretty good. If let's just say you got two good teams at one school. But the school you're playing doesn't, you know, maybe if you got a good girls team and a bad boys team coming in, maybe you don't want to play the good boys, you know, the bad boys team if you know you're just going to come in there and. Well, that goes back to what Jamie said, though. What if you bring in a, you know, you got Betsy Lane girls and right. boys, bring in a team A girls and a team B boys, and they don't have to be the same school. Right. You know, and, I, I, and, yeah, I know what you're saying, but. It, Brody said that the freshman year they went down and played at Lawrence for a JV district tournament, always right before the varsity district tournament. So there you go. Thank you, Brody. It, that should happen. If that's not happening now, that should be happening again. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, it's it's a chance for you younger kids to get a, get some more playing time and and actually put them in some meaningful games because you know it, it's it's it'll be different. But if something was to come up and you need to stick them in that varsity game in the district tournament, they've got a little bit of pressure on them to play and perform because they've they've already done it. And who's who makes the rule that says JV has to be first? Why can't you – if you're going to do a girls and boys doubleheader on a Saturday, girls JV, girls varsity, boys varsity, mm-hmm. boys JV, mm-hmm. in case you want to stay along for all four of them. So you're going to play four games in a day? Yeah. No, nah, never happened. Two doubleheaders? Never happened. Never happened? No. Too long? Too many shifts? Too many people involved? Okay. All right. I get it. I mean, there's then a – Maybe just make that this. for a girls and, and boys doubleheader. That, I'm not saying that as an excuse or anything, but there's a lot of there's a lot of things. Again, people don't see about – Well, yeah, that's a lot of food to fix. That's a lot of – A lot of red book. Referees. Who gets – Who gets – Oh, it's not going there. Oh. <laughs> You know who gets concession? Who get who works gate? Who gets gate? Yeah. You know, in this day and age, we got SROs, and you know those guys have to be scheduled to yeah to ball games. There's yeah. a lot of things out there that that go in. Yeah, that's a, that four games would be a lot. That is a that'd lot. That'd be. I mean, when we went to that Pressburg tournament, it was you know two, four, six games, and they were in waves. 
coming in, yeah. working. And I mean, that's, that's the best way. I mean, it's the only way you can do it mm-hmm. is you send, you know, two for two games. or. But also, I'll tell you this, they were struggling to find somebody to do PA because the regular PA was sick. Because they were asking me if Matt could do it, and I said, Matt can. He's working with us. <laughs> um, they didn't have anybody working the media room or the hospitality room for the teams and media. Didn't have enough people there. Uh, two people were working the concession in the last game that night. So, I mean, it's it's a weary, long day. So, yeah, I mean, that'd be, that would be a lot. Yeah, there's a lot goes into that. That'd be a lot. But now, but back to the original thought, have you a marquee Saturday night game where maybe, you know, used to a team would bring in somebody from out of the area. You know, it'd be Lafayette or Catholic or somebody like that comes in and plays, but put a girls game in front of it. Yeah. And just – Bing a little more, you know, get a little more out of it. It just, I don't understand why more of that doesn't happen. I don't know why we got off on that, but it was just, we were actually talking earlier a little bit about it and kind of bled in. You, you showed up, so, you know, you just brought it out of me. Oh, you're welcome. Well, I knew you would have the, the, the basketball side of that. Well, and I'm know, looking at it from a, from a I, monetary I, I re- side. I really do it. think it comes down to you only getting 12, 15 JV games, maybe. <laughs> uh, by the time you factor in going to tournaments, playing in these midseason yeah. tournaments, and all the district games, mm-hmm. so you know, and if you play them, if you play boys and you play your boys or your girls JV game on the same night, it just it's less travel. We're not getting, we're not letting Jeremy get involved in another red book discussion ever <laughs> yeah. again. Whatever, y'all. ever again. We can't do that. That hurts ratings. Hurts, right? <laughs> yeah. hey, we're here, what, two weeks later, three weeks later? And, and we're still talking about we're it? Still talking about it. Oh, man. All right. So, right back to the, uh, the these two midseason tournaments. They're going to show a lot about what's going on. Like you said, I'm with, I'm with you on this boys thing. The the Cantrell ratings are the ones that I really pay attention to. As, as, like we, said, and, we said it in football, love it or hate it, and I hate it. But it's – it's pretty spot on. Most of the time, if if he says it's a ten point game, it's a ten point game. Are you disputing these top six teams? Pikeville, Pike Central, Martin County, Floyd Central, Johnson Central, McGoffin County is your top six in the boys. Is there anybody below that? Pace was tied with McGoffin, so I technically throw them in there. Six, seven teams, and then Betsy Lane is right there. I think if Betsy Lane gets that win against Shelby Valley or gets that game the other night. They, they they went to Hazard, and it didn't work out well. Heck, you're you're down 10 points off the bus over there. Ten, uh, ten that's just scheduling. <laughs> that's, that's somebody didn't do a good job scheduling. Uh, you you got to stay away from stuff like that. Um, <laughs> these one-off games going to the 14th region on an odd day is, yeah. is uh, you know. But nevertheless, they could easily be in that top seven as well. I'm – I have no argument with that. And these other teams, I think Lawrence County could take a leap up into that. Prestonsburg could. We've seen – they look a little streaky. Uh, now that we've, we've seen everybody now. Yeah. Uh, Prestonsburg looks a little streaky. The, but, um, the, but, you know, the dangerous thing about a streaky team is when they're on that streak – Oh, yeah. They they're, get hot. they're hot. Yeah. Uh, they, they have – they're obviously loaded with a great guard in Keefley. He's a, he's a yeah. great player. But he has to learn to distribute the ball a little more. I mean, I, we go back to Travis Perry here. Perry scores 30 points but dished out 
seven, nine, nine, nothing, excuse me, nine assists. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to be Travis Perry, but I'm saying when you're the offensive focal point and the ball goes through you, you also have to distribute that ball and get buckets out of it. So it makes uh, your game open up a little bit more. You know, just, just to me, with watching, you know, watching Prestonsburg, they, they run some sets. And if they if it don't, they run some quick hitters. Mm-hmm. If that quick hitter don't happen, then it kind of turns into one person ends up with the ball and it's kind of one on one, and then you got people standing. Yeah. And and what happens is you got that one on one, a lot of dribbling. You get that guy gets into the lane, and you've just got people standing instead of somebody cutting to the basket for a layup, and it. It has to get shot because nobody's there's nowhere to go, and you know that's my biggest thing takeaway from Prestonsburg is you know they if they don't get something quick they can dribble the ball a little too much with one yeah. person and do maybe a little too much one on one. Betsy Lane, first uh, half here, looking at what you've seen, you know I, I think they come back down to some consistency. Uh, I think they've got really good players, mm-hmm. um, and th- they've been in games. They've they've had chances to win. Uh, the games we've seen, they've had chances to win. They got a solid six, seven guys. Yeah, I, I, you know, you don't talk about him, but Tanner Martin brings you a lot. Yeah, to the table, and he doesn't get talked about. It's yeah. all about you know Parsons and, and Kid, and they're great too. Yeah, but Martin does all the dirty work stuff that the others don't want he, to do or aren't doing, and he he knows his role. Okay. He won't get a lot of credit, yeah. but I love the way he plays. Yeah, from just kind of, you know, he rebounds, he plays defense. Mm-hmm. He'll stick his nose in there, take a charge. Uh, you know, things like that. That's not going to always show up. Uh, you know, he might not score ten, twelve points. He might score three or four, but he impact. To me, he impacts the game. Floyd yeah. Central when they're passing the ball, distributing the ball. They look like they're very tough to beat yeah. on any given night. Of course, the shots have to be falling. Well, Floyd Central is another one of them teams that can get – let's go a little one-on-one too much. Yeah, yeah. And guys start standing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, and it just ain't going. If shots ain't going and then they start going one-on-one a lot and everybody just starts standing and watching, you become an easy team to guard. Yeah. When they're moving the ball and they're cutting and doing it, doing it like they can – then they're they're very tough and find more consistent rebounding. I, look, that's that you. If Floyd Central wants to do anything, they better figure out how to play, play a little bit more better defense in big moments, mm-hmm. and you better figure out how to hit the glass. And you know what? If you're not playing, whether it's with Floyd Central and you're on the bench or any team in the area, if you'll be that sellout guy that rebounds and plays defense in practice, you'll get your minutes. Right or wrong. It's the only way I play. You, you are the man. I, I hear testimony to it. Yeah. Uh, look, and it wasn't that I couldn't. I I couldn't She's score. Like, I, I, I could. No. They just no, didn't no. need me look, to, you know. That, that wasn't what I was asked to do, and I accepted my role uh-huh. 1,000%. Go play defense and rebound. Uh-huh. Uh, when I first started playing, that's something my dad always said. You know what? You play defense, you rebound, they'll find a place for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, younger, when I was young, I wasn't a very good offensive player. You know, I got better as I got older. 
but I had plenty of guys that was a lot better offensively than I was. So I didn't – I just done my thing. I just played some defense and grabbed some rebounds. You found your role. I, and, you know, I, I feel like I thrived at it. But, you know, that's not going to be everybody. No. But somebody has to have that role. Great teams all have the role players. Yeah. The best teams all have role players. They all have that guy that knows, look, I'm getting seven minutes a game, but I'm being asked to do this. I'm going to get in there and do it. Maybe I'll get eight. Maybe I'll get nine. Maybe I'll stop paying attention to the minutes I get and just go do my job because then maybe in the final two minutes I'm on the floor. Yeah. doesn't matter if you're not starting. You're only in the first quarter. It's about finishing, right or wrong. Yeah, you're right. That, that's yeah. that's a, you know that statement. Know your role is uh, hard to see these days in a lot of kids. Yeah, they yeah, don't know the role. It. Yeah, I mean, back to the college football stuff. There's a lot of kids in college football that are in the portal because they don't know the role. Right. <laughs> they don't understand. Wait your turn. Yeah. Right. It's it's a lost it's a lost thing. Yeah. Sometimes you got to wait your turn to find your role and then take it over. It's all a lost art anymore. And and there's team there's players on Floyd Central's team that have been there and played these minutes, varsity minutes, for how many years, Byron? Four, five? five some of them five. Five, maybe six. This, I mean, well, this senior bunch is five. This is their fifth year in high school yeah, playing. Fifth year of high school, and some of them played in eighth grade. Yeah. So listen, they've earned it. This is this is what the long range goal was. Yeah. So it's 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 make or break for that bunch. You know, my my philosophy kind of always been, you know what? If you want to take somebody's spot, you got to go out there and do what they're not. Mm-hmm. You know what? Everybody can score, but are you the one? Playing, go ahead, go ahead. Are, are you playing defense? Are you playing? Are you rebounding? Uh, are you creating shots and kicking it to your teammates for the yeah. open shot? Uh, and because everybody can shoot, every, look, everybody's an offensive player now. Yeah, I mean that's a, I think that's a, that's given. Everybody. If Byron had been playing in today's game, you'd be out there working on that twenty-one foot jump shot, twenty-three foot. You're going to hit that three, baby. You're uh, going to be the guy in the corner. You I, know, I like the corner now. See, you've been you would have been that guy. <laughs> look, if I was going to shoot it, I was in the corner most of the time. <laughs> So, See? you know, I, usually I get that shot out of a zone, but otherwise it's just a rebound and a putback for me. <laughs> Jay had a great quote. Thank you, Jay. Most don't want to be part of the process, just part of the results. God, God you put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> that, should be on a, that should be on a locker room wall. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you get that? Did you make that up? Hey, Jay, did you make that up or did you read that somewhere? And by yeah. the way, I haven't seen Belfry, but I love those Palm Creek jerseys. He yeah. asked about what we think about Belfry. I, I love the Palm Creek jerseys. We we hit that one night, but anyway, that's a that's a great phrase. Yeah, that's almost as good uh, as my one about. Uh, <laughs> what I say? Agree. Play with intent. No, play with uh, play with a, pl- play with play emotion, emotion, but, but not emotional. Don't play emotional. Yeah, okay, that that's going on Jamie's wall back here in a minute. Uh, yeah, for those who don't know, I have a wall of quotes back here. That's that's a great <laughs> that's a great quote. It might go on my wall. That's a fantastic quote. You know what, though? We could put that on a T-shirt, and it would not sell anything compared to, you know, 
throwback logo for Clark Elementary. You know, we wouldn't we wouldn't beat that. <laughs> you know, I mean, we probably wouldn't beat hey, look, that. Nobody you know, like, hey, 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 wearing that shirt. Hey, you know, I'm, you, you know, had Clark Indian over there. You know, talking about the throwback shirts and stuff. They were selling over there at Wayland. I'm yeah. pretty sure Brian Milan bought one of every each of them. <laughs> yeah, he says, "Hey, I wear these around next to Nebby's." Like, Who's that? You know, <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> Killer. That's good stuff. All right, guys. Um, that's it tonight. We've had a good show. Had a good. We got got a lot to look forward to. We're not really. I guess we're kind of halfway through basketball. Almost, almost to the halfway point of the high school basketball season. We've got some big games. Coming well, up. most teams probably. It's about halfway for most teams. 13, 14 games. Twelve, twelve or more you've played. Yeah. So you're about halfway. You've seen what you can do. You've seen the potential. And listen, we've seen every team in this county. Uh, show flashes of brilliance. They've shown those moments. I'm talking about, you know, all three on the boys' side we've seen uh, have done that, and we've seen Betsy Lane's girls show flashes of brilliance. We've seen Floyd Central's girls show flashes of brilliance. Uh, Preston the same way. So, I mean, everybody's showing that they have that potential. So, what we're going? who's going to show more of it, it in the second half of the you season? You know, we talked about it, I think, the team that becomes the most consistent performer Every night, and you know, people falling into those roles and really starting to take that next step. Yeah, be fun to watch. We'll start tomorrow night back with some action tomorrow night from Pike County Central High School. At this time, we'll be over there. Girls action at 6 30, boys at 8 o'clock. Where will you be at? Where, man, you got your hand up. No, I was gonna ask. You know that Jamie picked he's going to take Michigan in the national championship game, right? No, I didn't. I said Washington. He did say Washington. I said Washington. There's no you you know better. You know better. I, I try. I, when I had service, I was listening to oh. <laughs> to, to y'all coming down through here. I got it. So I, got you. I, yeah. I did hear him say Washington. Well, I mean, you ought to pick. You really should pick Michigan. I I want you to pick like no. I, I want you to Michigan. Be, no. I want you to blow up. I want no. you to pick a winner. Uh, no, At least one no, is no, listen, I'm not picking them either. Thank you. See, I can't so you're gonna go the with blue maze doing that. You know how you know how hard it is for me to even say the word Michigan. Here, the maize and blue is gonna be put in a purple haze. Uh, yeah, whoa, <laughs> there it is. Purple haze hashtag. Pick the Huskies Monday night. Husky up, Penix Junior. I'm all about him. He's a he, they transfer out of Indiana. That's where they make football players. Yeah. <laughs> Come to the national championship game. It's been fun. Appreciate you watching and listening to our podcast tonight. Again, Pike Central, Floyd Central, Thursday night. Uh, we'll let you know about Saturday. Uh, we'll be having some games on Saturday one way or another. Yeah. Uh, win or lose, we'll have some coverage on Saturday too. And then next week, a lot of action too. So just follow along, WMDJ, on social media, listen to the radio. We'll tell you where we're at what we're doing and you can watch the games right here download that mobile app you'll always have us anywhere you go appreciate you following along tonight with our podcast subscribing liking on apple spotify uh all the places you can do that at we appreciate that very much for byron jeremy i'm jamie for josh we'll see you next time this has been the sound off on sports podcast brought to you by howard family pharmacy the mountain arts center walters mazda mitsubishi and also your friends at jaded rain printing and graphics we'll see you at the game Thursday night.